I've got a sensational palindrome. Oh, and I've got some revolting slaves. Welcome to Dare to Fight. It's the podcast where we take great things that occurred on this day in history yes. and we pitch them against each other. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. What's what wrong with you? Uh, yes. I'm Jake Yak. He's Nat Tapley. Jake Yak. I can't yeah. stop. <laughs> well, we have both climbed two of the lampposts of time to see which oh, casts wow. a more sulfurous yellow light over entertainment. I'm going to take you to April the 6th. 1712, when the slaves were revolting. In early 18th century, New York City had one of the biggest slave populations of any of England colonies. 20% of the population of New York were enslaved. Under the Dutch, um, the regime had been a lot more lax for slaves. Freed slaves could marry, they could own property. But in 1664, the English took over and made lots of new laws to make sure nothing like that could happen. As a, sl- a freed slave, you could no longer marry, you could no longer own land, you couldn't gather in groups of more than three, you re- required a pass if you wanted to go more than a mile away from wherever you were meant to be a- as a slave. Where are you going with this? Uh, <laughs> there was a huge slave market near Wall Street. Um, and in 1712, that all got too much for about 20 slaves who set fire to a building near Broadway. Uh, and when people came to put the blaze out, they were attacked by the slaves uh, who then ran off. Unfortunately, all were... Well, I'm not going to say unfortunate or fortunate. They were all captured. And um, then the colonial forces went on to arrest more people. 70 African-Americans, freed slaves and enslaved slaves were arrested. Six committed suicide whilst in prison. 27 of them were tried. 21 were convicted and sentenced to death. Of whom, 20 were burned to death and one was broken on the wheel. Do you know what breaking someone on a wheel is? God, no. Did I go into it? Um... Let's try. Okay, you lie on a board full of pegs or spikes or something generally uncomfortable. Then they take a big wheel, like a big wheel off a cart, and drop it on you and try and shatter your legs and arms and all of your extremities to keep it going for as long as possible. It was used uh, as a torture and a punishment until 1836 in Hesse Castle, and the last recorded... Uh, breaking someone on a wheel was 1841. Once all your limb, arms and legs were broken, of course, they could then weave your arms and legs through the spokes of the wheel and put the wheel up on a big pole so you were in the air and then crows could come and peck at you until you... Uh, Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, that's uh, that's why... One of, that's what happened to one... I don't know why one person that happened to one the others were burned to death, but that was the end of the New York Slave Revolt. But... Um, it just shows why it might have been worth revolting as a slave. Well, why it might have not been worth getting caught revolting, but why revolt was necessary. Cool. Hmm. That's a happy one. I'm going to give people the bends with my one. Yay! Because I've gone pure froth. Yay! <laughs> Is it the camel, maybe, camel competition? <laughs> maybe it's the way forward. Oh. Well, we all remember, I mean, one of the classic dates in history, the historic Battle of Waterloo. Mm. Uh, well, that that wasn't that wasn't today in history, but in 1974, mm. ABBA won the Eurovision Song Contest with a song Ooh. all about it. Hooray! Waterloo, da dum da dum, and uh, it was their path to worldwide fame. It became one of the biggest selling singles in history. 
Uh, Certainly the biggest selling single about a dictator. (laughs) Well, Well, I mean... Rasputin. Bud Flanagan did well with Who Do You Think You're Kidding, Mr Hitler, but um, it didn't necessarily sell five million copies. Mm. Although, Fernando sold ten. Ten million copies. Oh, really? And who's that about? Yeah. Uh, you know, Fernando uh, Mussolini. Oh, yeah. So, <clears throat> ABBA, of course, an acronym standing for the first initials of Andy McDowell, Barry McGuigan, <laughs> Ben Kingsley and Art Garfunkel. <laughs> and they came to the end of the line when two of them were tried and hanged for exotic animal trafficking. Now, I think that's joke, right. but the, I, did, I found out some rather upsetting information about another Swedish pop sensation recently, uh, Go on. which was Ace of Base. I didn't... Oh, yeah, well, yes. I didn't know that. They're awful. You I, didn't know about the far-right stuff? No, I didn't know that the base that they were referring to was a yeah, yeah. Nazi submarine base. base of aces. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called the base of aces because they were all supposedly really brilliant Nazis. Wow. That was yeah. quite something. And, you know, for someone who loves pop culture facts about Nazis, I was quite surprised that there was one I didn't know that was so prominent. It involved 90s music and the Nazis, yeah. and I didn't know it. But supposedly, yeah, there's there's sort of a lot of uh, propagandist stuff going on in all of their lyrics. And, yeah, and all so there's all that she wants is another baby, and it's yeah. quite clearly referring, yes, to yeah. welfare uh, recipients. Dark. And yeah. also, Cooler Shaker were big fans of uh, General Franco. That's not uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just for a split second, it's like, hang on. I need to put all of this out on the table where I can see everything. <laughs> I'm going to take you to the birthdays, um, and I'm going to feel very virtuous in that I didn't choose, uh, on the day after Piles, a man called Arsman. Why? Because uh, Arsman Olafsson Vinyas was uh, a Norwegian poet who I didn't choose <laughs> to do. amazing. <laughs> I instead chose to take us to that uh, titan <clears throat> of culture whose birthday it is today. Happy birthday to Mylene Class. <laughs> She's the classically trained pianist who became part of the pop sensation oh, hearsay, man. who also in 2004 debated with Ed Miliband on the validity of his mansion tax, saying she didn't want to pay tax on her houses that were worth more than a million pounds, mm. proving that she's still a wonderful ambassador for music because she taught us all to play the world's tiniest violin. <laughs> she said, you can't just point... I haven't been able to use that joke for the last five years, but again, it's... Yay, back in circulation. <laughs> uh, she was... She claimed to have been cautioned by Hertfordshire Police in 2010 for waving a kitchen knife at a group of youths in her back garden. Wow. Uh, the police said that no such thing had happened and that her publicist had made it up. Uh, she told the Miliband, you can't just point at things and tax them, but you can. That is what tax is. That's exactly the way tax works. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a government, you can tax whatever you like. Yes. Uh, that's Myling Class. She has faded from prominence Yes. Now, which, but she'll, you know, is she, do you think she's going to start trying to say more sort of provocative... Well, actually, yes, I, things I, I, I just think to she's grab a, a bit more kind of attention. I think, yeah, I think she's going to go the Vorderman route, which is going on Question Time and saying mm. faintly outrageous things in the hope that you'll then get a spectator yeah. column off the back of the outrage reaction. Of the which is weird because Katie Hopkins has just released her first album of playing Andrew Lloyd Webber <laughs> classics. Use of bass covers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Very good. Well, I have a death for you. Uh, and this mm. is from 2012, Thomas Kincaid. Do you know about Thomas Kincaid? No, so he do. was an American painter. And I mean, he had more than a little success. Uh, it is thought mm. that by his company, it's thought that one in every 20 American homes owned a copy of one of his paintings. Wow. Uh, now, he described, he decided to describe himself as a painter of light uh, and uh, even though he had stolen that phrase from hundreds of years earlier to describe uh, Turner uh, mm -hmm. he decided to protect that phrase through trademark uh, right. but he was a devout Christian because that seems very Christian-y kind of stuff I think <laughs> all four of his children have the middle name Christian oh, right. uh, he believed that uh, he gained his inspiration from his religious beliefs um it was all it's very kitsch like it's all Are they the ones chocolate like box. houses in the snow it's exactly it? that oh i know yeah you, one. you the one exactly it's basically thousands of iterations of the same painting more or less uh, a woman called joan yeah. didion uh, an essayist said mm -hmm. uh, a kincaid painting was typically rendered in slightly surreal pastels typically featured yeah. a cottage or a house of such insistent coziness as to seem actually sinister suggestive of a trap designed <laughs> to attract hansel and gretel every window was lit to lurid effect as if the interior of the structure might be on fire uh, Nathan Rabin uh, said, perhaps no other painter has been as shameless or as successful at transforming himself into a corporation as Kincaid. And that's fair. Former gallery dealers said that uh, Kincaid used his Christianity as a tool to take advantage of people. Uh, that's surely not Christianity. That, that, I would say that was quite a, that, that's sort of like crusade level uh, yeah. hypocrisy. <laughs> um, yeah. One former art dealer's lawyer said, uh, most of my clients got involved with Kincaid because it was presented as a religious opportunity. Being defrauded is awful enough, but doing it in the name of God is really despicable. Uh, not only that, um, he had a long history of cursing and heckling other artists and performers. He is said to have groped a woman at a sales event. And his proclivity for ritual territory marking through oh. urination is fairly well known uh, apparently he once micturated on a Winnie the Pooh figure at the Disneyland Hotel in Anaheim while saying this one's for you Walt <laughs> very Christian I'm sure painter of urine well yeah this is one's for you Ernest Shepard yeah. <laughs> yeah so um Yes, painter of light using uh, the medium of urine. So, yeah, lovely. Uh, I, I have absolutely no time for him. I think he's a fairly despicable individual yeah. and he's now dead. Well, that's good. Sadly, his paintings live on for a bit, but it's fun to celebrate one every once in a while, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> My lead class and Thomas Kincaid. Now that's the sort of yeah. culture people go to us. Yeah, we've definitely gone highbrow today. Yeah. You're welcome. Yes. Uh, we will see you tomorrow for another yes, day. If you would share and subscribe, that would be do. really ace. Yes, if you want to it join us. a big difference. Mm. If you want to join us online, you can go to Twitter at, at date underscore fight or facebook.com forward slash date fight and add your thoughts to whatever we're saying. Yeah, uh, well done for remembering that. Nat. I've been very slack on that. Really. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Well done. Thanks, mate. Love you. Love you too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.